Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers. If you're not familiar with this show, well, hey, that means you're here for the first time and we appreciate you coming by. We got a... <laughs> Thanks for coming on down here. We appreciate it. We got a bunch of good guys here. Good guys, good girls. It's a good community where we talk about movies, mm-hmm. TV shows, yes. comic books, yes. video games, yes. other things. Man, if people are only watching on Patreon.com slash Only Stupid Answers right now, you're missing out. You can't hear it. I have two gigantic googly eyes taped to my face. <laughs> and it actually is kind of fun, besides that I can't see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I can't see. But yes, this is a fun podcast hosted by your pal Sam and your other pal... DJ. That's, those are the yes. two. Sometimes we have guests on, but today we're going to be uh, diving into Brightburn. It's a new movie from Sony Pictures, <laughs> and uh, but it's also kind of opening the conversation up to, you know, other ideas of making movies about superheroes that are evil or taking uh, characters that we know uh, that are loved and their origins and kind of perverting them into uh, something, you know. A little darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the so, slasher horror fans out there. So normally we start off each episode with uh, a what we're into. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but do you want to, for the what we're into, do you want to just discuss Brightburn? Yes. Okay. I also want to mention one other thing. We just, you know, one other thing first. Okay, so Brightburn has some scary moments. Yeah. It's got horror moments. Yeah. But I know the thing that's the scariest thing that's going to be on TV this year, maybe ever. Yeah. Is Chernobyl on HBO. <laughs> Uh, DJ, you're going to you mention keep, that every episode. DJ keeps saying he's going to watch an episode. I'm going to be honest with no, you. No, no, no. no. Here's the thing. Hmm? All our superhero shows are gone. Yeah. Uh, Barry's gone. Yeah. There's there's now um, there's now space on my docket available to keep watching The Expanse, but also <laughs> screw you. But also, also check out Chernobyl. <laughs> it's on HBO. Yeah. It's about the Chernobyl accident in episode three. By golly gosh, we got to what happens to the human body with radiation, and I had an idea. There is a... Sh- well, we know, we if you've paid attention to the genre stuff, we know radiation either turns you into a giant greed and rage monster, or, or makes lizards into giant atomic fire-breathing thing. It's so funny that in the 60s, right after the nuclear bomb, clearly General Cultural had no idea. It turns you into a thing, right? That's a... Nope. Just, it just kills you. They <laughs> definitely tap into the idea that, yeah, no one knew how bad radiation was. And also, I remember before the show came out, we were talking about it, and you mentioned a question where it was like, we were on the same page, but then when we thought about it just a little bit, we kind of realized how bad it was, because yeah. you asked... Uh, well, you can't get sick from people who were around radiation. Yeah, it's, it's not communicable. Yeah, yeah, but then it is because of you become you become radioactive. Great, and it kills your immune system, so you're susceptible to even more diseases. Which, but I didn't think about. I was on the same page with you where it's, yeah. like, it's, it's not. But if you're around it enough, you're radioactive, and or your clothes are cool. Yeah, it's fucking scary. It's so scary. Anyways, if you want to watch something, also science nerds, if you want to like learn more about like nuclear reactors and whatnot, in a way that is digestible and amazing performances from Jared Harris and uh, who's on Mad Men and yeah. Fringe and the second Sherlock's home movies and Stellan Skarsgård. Most importantly. There you go. Uh, but Stellan Skarsgård from he's Selvig in the Thor movies and in everything. He's an, yeah. he's an amazing actor. So many good uh, characters. And also as someone who didn't grow up when the Soviet Union was around kind of learning more about that is always just it's intriguing. Oh, they deal with the KGB a little bit in this and yeah. you're like, God damn it, they're scary. Yes, and, 100%. And the, they, the writer, who by the way wrote Scary Movie 4 in the superhero movie. If you uh, wanted to gauge. If you wanted to yeah, gauge yeah. it. He, he actually does an amazing job. And in this and in this story they one of the characters who is Russian confronts the head of the KGB mm-hmm. in a meeting and he's like, why are they following us? Like, why are these people mm-hmm. following us? And they start talking and he's like, oh, it's not that we don't trust you. Like, they have people following those people. Mm-hmm. And see those men? They're following me. And it's it's not about trust. It's about uh, validation. And it's like, and like, or it's not, it's, it's, it's verified trust. Um, and he's like, and also there's a line that Ronald Reagan said that was the basis of the KGB. He like made a, like he made a line in one of his speeches and they even mentioned in this, and he's like, yeah, Ronald Reagan didn't come up with that. That's what the basis of what we do here is. And you're like, that's scary. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. Cause the KGB wasn't about like, Oh, 
they don't want you to not learn about things, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't talk about those things. What are you going to do with that? No. What are you going to do with that information? Yeah. And you're like, oh my. <laughs> ah, it's so scary. It's so, so. And like, I think sometimes in sci-fi, like kind of coming back around to stuff we talk about, whenever anyone does like nuclear holocaust or whatever, yeah. you're like, it, like the planet's uninhabitable. You're like, sometimes that can't like click you know mm-hmm. like in my brain I'm like I don't know what that means yeah. and also we see so many stories where that doesn't happen yeah, yeah. and then watching something where only a fraction of that happened in one place and it almost made half a continent uninhabitable yeah mm-hmm. I, you get it now you're yeah, like yeah. yeah we need to get rid of nukes now yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no re- there's n- absolutely no reason to keep making them there's yeah. a, sorry we don't get political but watching this it makes it it's yeah. so easy to get well, political about this one thing. And I was just trying to look it up right now, but I believe it's the SAR bomb uh, that uh, Russia tested, and it was it's the most powerful weapon that's ever been detonated on Earth. And they had to stop because everybody agreed it's like yeah, there's a chance if you if you made it more powerful, it would literally ignite the atmosphere. Like not just that, the entire atmosphere of Earth would catch on fire and everybody would die instantaneously. Pretty cool. And it's I mean, like. What? Yeah, they made something, <laughs> and like we, that. and the, and what's keeping that from happening is them like, yeah, it's probably for the best that we don't. I don't want us to be able to do that. Too I don't late. want that to be an option that we're capable of doing that. Oh, a hundred percent agree. But when you and also in the show, you see that. Oh, we're not plan. We don't have a plan. We have plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have a plan. Yeah. We can't do anything about this. Yeah. It hasn't happened on this planet before Mm -hmm. that's such a hard thing to even grasp we created something that shouldn't exist here yeah (laughs) that's not it's not like whoa a car accident it's like no those are two those are two things that collide and people get hurt that's it yeah this is a chemical reaction a uh, something subatomic happening on our planet that we have an inkling of how it works yeah all we're using it as a is a furnace yeah that's stupid. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. What Sam's saying is probe fossil fuels. I am. I mean, if <laughs> clean co- coal. If it works, what do you expect from me? Um, no, there. It's anyways. This show. It, also, they have a podcast. If you listen to this podcast, the Chernobyl podcast is delightful, and they also dive into things that they couldn't show on screen no. or things that were like, okay, physically we have to change this to even make it shootable. Yeah. Like how. Some people had to dive in, like, a basically a reservoir underneath the reactor because that's how there yeah. are supposed to be empty spaces, but this was filled with water, and there are no lights down there. Mm-hmm. There's not supposed to be. And, yeah. like, you're supposed to bring your own lights, or if they, they're now knocked out because the reactor's out, so yeah. you can't get power down there. Yeah. And so how do you film people moving around mm-hmm. in darkness like that? Yeah. Oh, it's so scary. It's so scary. Sorry, yeah. I'm making the mic peek. It's <laughs> so scary. Ugh. Please watch it. No. Do you want to mention anything? Or just hop in the bright burn. Let's hop in the bright burn because also um, you're playing God of War right now, and I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm like the you know now things have settled down. I'm able to get back to God of War. Really digging that. Uh, I just met the lady that lives under the turtle. Big fan. Really cool. Yeah, big fan. Spoilers for that your old game. I think at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know who she is? In mythology, no. Cool. Yeah, no, she's fun. just she's just the witch at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Atreus, the son. Really cool moment when, when Kratos gives him his knife back. I like the way they're characterizing Atreus because it makes you, speaking of the opposite of Brightburn, it makes you really lo- like relate to him because as a kid, he's like, oh, man, I've done, I've done that. And he's being hard on himself. She's like, Kratos, you know, don't be so tough on him. Yeah. yeah. And Atreus, I, yeah it's so it's on him. one of the best interpretations of just kids. Yeah. Because he, he's a, a kid's a dick. Yeah. Kids act like kids. Yeah. And the kid acts like a kid in this yeah. situation, in this heightened, violent situation. Mm-hmm. And also tragic because he just yeah. lost his mom. Yeah. The literal only other person he knew. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, when he's talking to witch, it's like, so you're alone? She, she's like, it's better that way. It's like, my dad doesn't like people either. And Kratos is like, it's, yeah. it's true. Yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. Yeah. Kids are perceptive. Yeah, yeah he, you don't like people. He, literally, his entire existence is just watching you not be there. <laughs> uh, so that's been cool. Uh, I just discovered you can take out Owen's ravens when they're uh, dicking around you. Really? Uh, yeah, these little colorful birds uh, you can uh, throw your axe at, and it turns out they're Odin's ravens. I didn't know that. Have you gotten on top of a mountain yet? No. Okay, so no. there you get to a top of a couple of mountains, cool, and cool. always fun throwing your axe off of it. Just Cool. And then walk away. It's yeah. always so much fun to throw your axe and just kind of like walk away, because uh. it feels so badass just to put your hand out, and that like 
visceral feeling of yeah. catching it is so good. God damn, that game is awesome. Yeah, so cool. I'm going to replay it now. I actually want to replay it do now. Do it, man. It's so good. Um, so, yeah, Brightburn. Brightburn, directed by a oh, person who, up. this yeah, is yeah. his directorial debut, but written by Two Guns, yeah, a brother of like, James and a cousin of James oh, Gunn. Oh, man, how did this get made? Well, you know, then you see the credits, you're like, oh, this, this is oh, why. That's why. <laughs> yeah, oh, this yeah. makes sense. <laughs> um, man... We try to be positive on this show. We do. Here, let's do, let's do some setup really quick. You're yeah. pulling up the IMDb for Brightburn. I'm going to be pulling up the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes so I can see where this is currently sitting before we get into it. So this is coming out this Friday. So it's out right now. You yeah. go see it. Uh, As and, of this recording. And yeah. the premise is basically it's Superman crashes land, crash lands on Earth, but what if he's evil? Yeah. Um, and right now... Literally, here's the synopsis on IMDb. What if a child from another world crash land on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, on paper and the idea when this trailer came out, I was like, okay, this could be pretty fun. Yeah. This could be a pretty, it's, it's you know, your popcorn-y horror movie. I didn't really expect too much from it, but I was getting excited. Currently, it's sitting at 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is actually not that much higher yeah. than that. So everyone's kind of having a similar experience watching this movie. Um, wait, wait, 60, 60% is not rotten, right? It's it just, is not, but yeah. it's not it's not like verified fresh or whatever. It's technically at a top credits uh, the average score is 5 out of 10 mm-hmm. 5.7 out of 10 so flip a coin basically yeah and yeah. average audience score is 3.8 out of 5 I don't know why that's 5 and the other one's 10 that's weird. I don't know why they split that that way they're doing their own weird uh, accounting like we like to do over the, here it's the best um, so here's the deal like one if you've seen the trailer for this movie you've seen the movie you get the bit mm-hmm. there's not like an extra layer to the no it's the, the except I'll say you told me this before I went and saw it. The the idea behind what he is, yeah, like in terms of an ecosystem, mm-hmm. and they they bring up uh, this will be spoiler free, but this this context kind of helps understanding the movie. And I'll, I'll mention that they talk about how in with wasps there mm-hmm. are some species of wasps that lay their eggs or put their eggs with other wasp species so that they're raised by other another species. Yeah, and they basically through brute force force another species to raise their kids Mm -hmm. and then probably when the kid gets older Mm -hmm. um like some bird species do that too i mean a wasp sounds cooler than a bird but like they like kick the eggs out of the nest or they eat the other young it's like it's they or they're like 10 times as big yeah it's really scary so that's and the an equivalent for what superman this kid is to humanity so Uh, so cool premise briar yeah it's a it's a nice little explanation uh it's got a good cast elizabeth banks david denman they play the parents david denman yeah we'll never remember that name but here for office fans it's roy yeah right from the office who's you know as much as you don't like him in the office he's a talented boy he's a talented actor he does a very good job and i like their relationship in this yeah and um, they're um, dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's where you kind of lose me Im- immediately. Uh, well, one, being a comic book fan, the idea of like Superman but bad isn't a unique. Like every other week, there's a Superman but bad story. Like popular, you've got Injustice, you've got Irredeemable, you've got uh, pretty much every other, almost every other riff on Superman, give or take a Shazam, mm-hmm. is century. They're bad. You know what I mean? This has the uniqueness. It's him as a kid. You know, it's not full-grown Superman cape bad. So right off the bat, it's like, you got to give me, you got to get, for me, you got to give me something more to give me a better hook than that. Because mm-hmm. I've seen it, been there, done that. But to be fair. Yeah. Normal audiences haven't. Yeah, that's that's true. Besides Injustice being one of the most popular video games and, that period. You know, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. But he's, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's not evil in those, but like. It's not good. Uh, he's definitely a little bit scarier. Um, but uh, I read a whole review that, that postulated that perhaps the whole movie was a riff on that and i was like i think you're giving the movie too much credit yeah <laughs> uh, although it does steal some imagery from man of steel but um also especially in the early going when they give a little wasp ex- explanation you know there's like okay so maybe there's room here there's room to say like maybe if the kents or in this case the briars aren't as loving or attentive as the kents were and you say like maybe if superman didn't have that upbringing because great power like absolute power corrupts absolutely that type of jam maybe a riff on male puberty and and toxic toxic masculinity maybe if there's like a take 
but it's just literally one night, literally like five minutes after meeting the kid. One night, there's a, like the you see the ship that he crash landed in glowing, and this alien starts speaking in his ear, and he's evil. Mm-hmm. And that's and then we're off to the races, and he's just evil. And so it's like if you took your bog standard like Superman origin and combine it with your bog standard Damien Antichrist evil kid story. Oh, the eye fell off here. The eye. Fell oh off snap! Uh, if you took like and didn't. And that's it. You just mesh those together. You didn't do anything else. You just mesh those together. That's what this movie is. Except it's not as scary as The Omen. It is not very... It, it is... Instead of scary, I think it goes for gross, which I do think it achieves in some scenes, although the CGI can be kind of dodgy. But also, I don't... I didn't know if I wanted it to be gross in this. I wanted it to be scary. It Superman's sure gross, su- though. Superman want it, Like, the idea of that kind of power should be really scary. Yes. Not about what kind of gross things he can do yeah. to you. It's more like, oh, you're fighting basically a hurricane. There's mm-hmm. nothing that you can do. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really good sound. Um, that for me, I will say when we watched the first trailer, you're already not on board. Like, wait, that is true. A long time that is ago, true. but you seem kind of like warming up to it, and then it didn't right. do it yeah. for you. But so I was to be also this week. I was surprised by Aladdin. Aladdin was a fun. So surprise. I was like, maybe Brightburn's gonna because I was really not on board with Aladdin. There, so I was like, ah, that was actually fun. So I was like, maybe Brightburn's gonna turn it around for me. Mm-hmm. You know. Which Aladdin people are not responding great to. Like, yeah, we had a maybe. Maybe it's because we went in such low expectations. It's like, man, what's fun? We shouldn't have reviewed it because yeah, yeah. now people had any expectation mm-hmm. whatsoever. Um, anyways, for me, I was really on board with this story. I like the idea of evil Superman because it's. It, there's also something kind of fun about like specific circumstances um, can change out, can change who you are. Yeah. It's it's classic nature versus nurture. Yeah. But this movie doesn't do that. It doesn't. It doesn't have. It feels like it doesn't have the budget to do that. But it also doesn't have the budget to do Superman. So it's like it doesn't have a budget to even exist as a full idea. Whatever. Yeah. Um, my thing is that I the motivation for the kid at first I'm like. He, he, you're kind of seeing him start to kind of his powers are awakening, yeah. and then like he, he's starting to change, and then there's a point in the middle, and he says three words that just kind of like oh, we're gonna get into spoilers. You know what? That's gonna be fine. Yeah, it, it, this won't change your viewing experience because again, if you've it's seen a the horror trailer, movie, you know the movie. You know the movie, yeah. so it's like it's okay if yeah. you know the plot. There, I would, I. It's hard for me to say. There's maybe a twist at the end. Yeah, and which we'll save that for the very end yeah. of the podcast, but um. But, like, he basically figures out that the thing that his ship is saying, which is not reprogramming him, really. Maybe it is. No, it's just activating. It's <laughs> activating. <laughs> it's saying three words over and over again. Cool. Take the world. Which, at first, I was like, cool. as soon as he says that, I'm like, that is lame. That's yeah. lame. That's lame. And it should be cool. It no. should. They definitely thought it was going to be cool. Yeah. And maybe some people found it cool. The visual of the ship glowing through. The, there's definitely, like, visual cues that remind you of horror movies it's just never scary yeah not really yeah. like besides there's like a few visual things that they do that are scary like uh, they, um, they get a lot and but to be fair man of steel kind of got which is again weird to reference an actual superman movie got mileage out of like superman with the red glowing eyes that's scary mm-hmm. it's scary you know what i mean like there's a moment where it, they kind of start talking about puberty and like yeah. imagining a kid who doesn't know how to talk about how he's feeling towards mm-hmm. a, like a girl yeah. or whatever, um, doing trying to do something that's romantic but creepy, and yeah. you're like, "Wow, well, the movie doesn't even have enough time." Like, basically, you get a scene like that, but the movie doesn't have enough time to even deal with that, so yeah. it just kind of happens in a vacuum. Yeah. Uh, but there's a scene in there where you see him hiding behind a curtain, and the curtain moves for just a second. He's there, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "That that scene was like, oh, that's." A yeah. genuinely fun shot that you got there. There's also one scene. It's almost worth like red boxing the movie or waiting till it hits a streaming platform just for this uh, one scene. Scene with Matt Jones, he's Badger in Breaking Bad. There's one scene that was genuinely funny. That yeah. It was like that's that's pretty good. It, we can mention that basically for reasons. The kid got into his house and yeah. he hasn't noticed him yet. Yeah. And the kid snuck into his trying to get away from the guy. He's yeah. trying to figure out how to get out of the house. Yeah. So he's hiding in the closet and Badger like turns on the light, turns and the kid's just fully sitting there with his like whole get up on. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Being, like horror movie scary because it's a little it's like, get it's, the fuck it's out of his here. nephew. It's like, hey, get out of here. What yeah, are you doing, what are you doing here? here? It's it's really good. Uh that part's good. They also miss an opportunity that I think and Shazam did a good job of riffing on this. The the the, the standard discovery of abilities 
that's kind of been a standard of superhero movies, um, probably going all the way back to Christopher Reeve's Superman, but like more modern audiences, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was a big part of that first Spider-Man movie. So we can understand the character fully. Yeah, yeah it's great. And it's, and it's a good, and there was a good opportunity since this is kind of subversion of this genre if you subvert the discovery of powers. But I really... Like, I think it just assumes, like, oh, it's Superman, you know he has Superman powers. But he doesn't really, because there's conversations that characters have about him in the in literally the next room over mm-hmm. that he's not aware of. Where if it was standard Superman stuff, he's got the hearing and all that stuff. Also, power sources react weird to him, and we don't under... None of that is... And I'm not... You don't need to spell that stuff out, but especially with a horror movie, I need to know... Should I be stressed that they're having a conversation about him in the other room and he could hear them? Because now I don't know what he's actually capable of. Yeah, you got a point there. I think with the electrical stuff is what was most confusing. I'm like, why yeah. is it interfering with it? Like To the point where a light blows up so hard that a piece of glass goes in another person's eye. Yeah, you're like, whoa. And this is when it gets a little, like, it gets to the gross part. Where yeah. You're like, this is fun for horror fans that just want to be grossed out in yeah. something. That's, there's something for you there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not really... And I think, though, the boilerplate, like... Laser eyes, flies, super strong. Yeah. Speed. Yeah. That's okay. Um, yeah. When you get it, it's not great, though. Like, it's not... like you There's don't, no you scene don't... where he discovers he can fly. Mm-mm. He it, just starts doing it. It just happens. Yeah. Which is... And it happens off screen, kind yes. of. Yes. 100%. And like, and that, that kind of blows... Basically, by and like by the end of it, like it ends in the worst way possible for for all the characters that you want to win. Yeah. So the kid ends up winning, but we'll kind of get to that in a little bit. But just overall, like it, the movie, it, it it's just hard to even grasp what's happening a lot of the time. Yeah. Like the kid isn't; it's not clear what's happening to him. Like yeah. maybe he got reprogrammed by, or he he got like directions from the ship. Yeah, and they also say like, "Oh man, he was so nice, and now he's being." It's like we didn't see that nice kid. He was just a kid yeah. and now he's being a petulant kid and it's like the most annoying kid in high school like entitled just brat in your school suddenly has superman powers it's like that's not fun i don't like, see him as he, entitled i didn't see well anything. once he's well, so, yeah, once well he exactly is. like the majority of the movie it's like this ugh, get this kid out of here man like it's not like especially since you don't really connect with him as a part it'd be one thing if you related to him you mm-hmm. saw enough of him as a person that you remember when you're a kid and then you see that twist you know what i mean um and i think that's then then it's like you've already kind of connected to him but now it's like oh, you're annoying you're, you're like the annoying kid in every movie but now you have superman's power gross get out of here uh, i will say the kid gave a good performance <laughs> he did um, i agree with that for, too for what jackson he, a done i thought he did a good job yeah he did and also he kind of like i mean this is the nicest way mm-hmm little alien where it's like he looks human and like he looks human but if you're like oh he's an alien I'm like I could see yeah I could see it also a too smooth in the face uh, Elizabeth Banks but like that's not surprising Elizabeth Banks is really talented yeah. you know yeah of course she does um, a good job I don't like the way they position her character I I, this, I will give you this really quick yeah. but like because you said like the kid just his personality kind of shifting that way it is pretty boilerplate horror movie stuff yeah and in, that's just what it is like and like we've seen a lot of horror movies recently that have gone above and beyond like when it comes to that but overall that part is fine i just i don't think the movie's clear enough on what he is and what he's doing it literally seems like you know we use the term elevator pitch a lot somebody gave an elevator pitch and that was it yeah they didn't they just they just shot that how do we get to that point yeah what does matter the script asks for him to be evil now yeah so so he will be evil and who what is this you know how are we gonna are we gonna subvert the expect nah he's just gonna do the thing yeah Yeah. and that's the and that's a bummer yeah where you do get a lot of visuals from the comics like even more like his name being alliteration yeah it being in kansas um And like I think there was another there's a couple other things you like you start to recognize and you realize really quick like oh if your kid crash landed in in whatever yeah. like, you should take him to the a doctor immediately <laughs> you should take a baby came out of a ship you you didn't yeah. take it to a doctor yeah again props to we were talking about this before props to Smallville of all of all shows for at least being like Lionel Luther helped like just some explanation of how these people just picked a kid out of a field and suddenly it's their kid. As far as we know, oh. it's not like that. Even at farmers markets, you got to yeah, pay for you got to pay stuff. for the yeah. you got to pay for the kid. But I mean, you, gotta pay for, yeah, you can't you gotta, buy kids at farmers can't markets. Buy, you can't do it. <laughs> um, and it just made me feel gross. Like all the stuff with the girl, 
made me feel really icky and it just felt like a, it just the movie felt mean spirited and it's like i oh man i'm a fan of like you can do the the gross out stuff you can do the but it's just not fun enough for that it just i don't know i wish because we talk Ugh. about puberty as, as something yeah. that could be like that's near the time that he's activated with these powers yeah and puberty's tough on everybody it is it, it makes us all emotional <laughs> and i think but we never see the kid being emotional he hits a point where there aren't any emotions anymore yes and it's not clear like he doesn't like that girl maybe he did maybe he did you also brought up a line later like i'm trying to be good what yeah basically in he, your mind what does that even mean it's in like he kind of wants to hide this why which, but like I, which i'll give you that uh, i'll give the movie that we uh, identified pretty early on that those wasps hide in society until they basically get to a point that they can do whatever they want yeah so him covering up what he's doing i'm okay with that yeah like, until it's implied maybe the very like literally credits end yeah yeah then he's just doing whatever he wants reality, and yeah. he's not even a kid anymore he's just this persona yeah. whatever that is I did like at one point when his the badger from Breaking Bad was like, "What is this mask? Is this stupid?" He's like, "It's not stupid." And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, really see, scary. that's a good kid moment. That yeah. this kid, this is a kid. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a good. Mo- that moment is good. I like that because also we learned that like, is this mask from his alien stuff? It's like, is no, that he, how they're supposed to look, and it, then he, he made it. I thought there's this weird dream sequence that does not need to be in the movie. I thought that maybe he looked one way saw the parents and like now he looks like a human you know what i mean because mm-hmm. uh, they've done that before in a not gross way icon from milestone comics that's his deal the alien species looks one way and his ship landed on a slave plantation and so he he looked like the people that picked him up so maybe he had that little bug look and going that that's not that established there's nothing whatsoever. in that in the movie at all we don't know the mask I'll give you this. The mask does look cool. The mask looks cool, but also you see him making his own, like drawing his own superhero. But like, in, but we don't dive into the fact that he likes superheroes or he's creating those. Like, he, also the whole BB thing doesn't. There's no real reason. Oh, for by the that. way, his symbol is BB. It's his name with a B backwards. And then someone in the movie connects that that's him, and you're like, <laughs> "Whoa, what? you are seriously a genius! How in the <laughs> fuck your town is called Brightburn? Why would you think that? Yeah. This, why would you think it's a twelve, a tw- newly twelve? year old kid yeah. that's behind all this stuff happening yeah dumb uh but kind of just talking about it like kind of like starts talking about other ways you could have done this movie and other ways you could do other super villain or superhero turn bad type movies because there's origin stories where you can make this very dark yeah like um what the superman story where it's just a regular kid who ha- who superman exists in that world like this idea of superman exists in that world secret identity secret identity yeah. and then batman Oh, Batman, a Creature of the Night. Creature I of the think. Night, yes. Yeah. Uh, where it's... They're I, so good. And by the way, I think I'm still waiting on that last issue of Creature of the Night. It's been like over a year. Yeah. Uh, the uh, But in Creature of the Night, it's yeah. a kid who likes Batman, yes. who wanted to be Batman, and then his That's life becomes Batman. Yeah, he basically manifests Batman. I love that story. He manifests Batman in his world, and it's actually not... It, right. it, that's a horror that <laughs> yeah. is a horror comic it's yeah. from the point of view of the human Bruce Wayne who is happy yeah. but he manifests like this like dark demon that goes out and doles out justice but it's not pretty... but it's based on his understanding of it so it's he, it's taking out people that he thinks are responsible for stuff that may or may not be <laughs> yeah and also sometimes it does stuff that he doesn't even know mm-hmm. is there and like or he doesn't even know that he is responsible for yeah. but he is fully yeah. responsible for it there's a horror movie pitch yeah. it, it basically that book is a horror book there's yeah. one more issue and I think I know why there's not they, they've been waiting so long on the final why? issue I think one of, you know what I will check okay, before yeah. I accuse someone of something <laughs> good that's, call that's probably good of me good call um, but like like that there's an yeah. example but also just going back to Brightburn for a second I think there could have been you can get could have gotten some mileage out of the fact that he's being programmed yeah. from the ship and uh, with that he's just hearing words in his ear and like maybe you lead into like that being kind of maybe like demonic which would be interesting Mm -hmm. and he um is like basically possessed by his own ship it's like he's got directive he's got to do that but because he was raised here he actually had a good childhood he's a good kid and there could be a fun like kind of split in his personality where one of him whenever he's in like a heightened emotional state because he's going through puberty that manifests and that's what goes out and takes care of things that he wants kind of like this creature of the night storyline that's cool and eventually you get to a point where the kid is gone and even though you can see that the kid's sad and Mm. whatever but it's like no what's left is evil superman Mm -hmm. now that's more of an emotional story and at the end you don't feel so good right because at the end of this you're supposed to feel kind of like like not good but like 
like you're interested in seeing more stories from this, you yeah. know, because they the way they yep. tease the future, <laughs> yeah. or seeing a kid who kind of just keep mess keeps messing up, mm-hmm. and when he, after he learns what he's supposed to be, he finds a justification in that to yeah. be to be basically he doesn't. Why do I have to follow the laws? Like mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be so much better than this, yeah. and like you get the preppy kind of annoying stuff, but the what and then you start. But if you start seeing a kid doing what he feels like he needs to do to protect his family, protect himself for what his Destiny supposed to be yeah. could be interesting. You could even get uh, tie that into like a lot of those movies where the per- the kid gets a makeover and learns how to be a cool kid, but it's it's bad. So like it's it's him transforming of like I don't need to be this nerdy kid. Like he he buys into that, and so he keeps investing in what in his mind is self betterment, becoming like a cool popular kid. But it's with these abilities, and so finally he just he just in his mind he transcends everybody around him. I also think it'd be interesting to like do, a carry like carry yeah. It's, yeah, except like, except, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, except it, because it heard the final triggers, like they turn on her in this version it be just, he just outgrows them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just out, out surpasses them. I also think it'd be interesting to do one where it's not, it's, it's either, it is kind of a riff on, on Superman. Cause you imply that like, maybe like maybe the mom loves him, but the dad's always been kind of weirded out that they picked a kid from the backyard. And so the he tries, but he's not a great, but he's dad. not a great dad. And so like that does that, the idea of puberty, the, the idea of like privilege being privileged with these abilities and feeling special and how those notions turn somebody into a toxic person. Um, which is also a more character driven thing. Um, or here, here's a pitch. He's going through puberty, and you really show that he's being bullied. Yeah. And like the girl he likes, like he tries to talk to him. She bullies him in classic over the top horror movie ways. Yeah. But then. We've all been in that. Girl is no good for anybody. Um, but mean, hopefully she turned out all right. <laughs> uh, like, but you get him going home. Yeah. His parents aren't great. And yeah. then you find out as isolated as he is. All of a sudden, he starts having these bad dreams. He's waking up. He's flying out somewhere and, like, yeah. maybe accidentally, like, burned someone. Something happens. Yeah. And then he's told that your entire life's a lie mm-hmm. and you're from something else. And you start to see very clearly that everything bad in your life, you can surpass that. Mm-hmm. And even though they're people, it's like, yeah. screw you guys. Because also, it's just basically, in a way, air quote, justifying why he would do violent acts now. You know what I wish? I wish this was a Twilight Zone episode. Because that'd be fun. Like an hour, and those writers would do a better job with this concept, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think making the world around him push him to be that, rather than him being, like, just mm-hmm. being this. Because yeah. he is just evil. Well, because that's the thing, too, is I think that... Um, I, I don't I don't like it when it's, oh, this person's just bad. Because everybody in our world does bad stuff, and they have their own justifications. You know what I mean? You don't and like I think the that's omen? Uh, you know what? I'm trying to remember if I've seen the original Omen. I saw the six 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 one. The oh, kid, nice. The one yeah, I might have seen that one. Too. You know, it all kind of bleeds together. The, I mean, you had to that the with the ad for that was like, well, we gotta watch it. We gotta because this evil. is happening right yeah. now. Oh <laughs> snap! This is happening right now. Um, but yeah, I think it's more interesting. It's kind of like kind of like why I like what they did with Game of Thrones. Spoilers with with Danny because it's like not only did did they seed that character kind of buying in their own hype they made us complicit because we were also rooting for this person and all those uh-oh moments we were like no she's the good guy and it's like oh wait actually we we but like somebody in her life that in this character's life that represents us should have time out pause we need to have a conversation about how you're handling things <laughs> and i think that's important because it's like we we are complicit in a lot of the negative things in our world and we are just we justify our own whatever we justify it. It's like well, it's not really me. It doesn't matter that my phone was made of slave labor. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're buying the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody's calling around on that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so I don't know. Like the idea of very human things, very stuff that we've dealt with, stuff that would make somebody look like that 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 people have used to justify negative acts. Um, you could do interesting stuff with what are some of your we you like the injustice comic with Tom Taylor <clears throat> man it's basically it, he does he bends over backwards to mm-hmm. make this concept anywhere like it it it's kind of what we're talking about with this movie and how they could kind of justify it in a world where it's like and I'm done yeah. you get a character where it's like wait a second 
I can fix this. No. You can't. No. But in your head, you're told There's that no you could. There's no reason you couldn't, yeah. There's no reason you couldn't. And when everything's taken away from you and everyone else around you is complicit with, like, you, why is the Joker alive? Honestly, yeah. like, it, it, personal politics, may I don't know how I feel about, like, death penalty and whatnot, yeah. but, like... When you look at the Joker, like, you've skinned multiple people alive mm-hmm. and, like, worn that skin around. Like, you've also, like, murdered, like, mothers who murdered are pregnant. and toxic you've, like, gas into you, the city multiple you, times. You've tortured and mutilated people mm-hmm. before. And guess what? There's literally not another person on the planet that looks like, we know it's you. We know it's you. There's no way out. There's, n- there's no reason you should be running around anywhere. Yeah. And, like, he's like, yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Easy. Like yeah. yeah, and so the way that Tom Taylor like sells that is yeah. super interesting. An animate like an animated series would be very cool with that. They, I'll tell you what they they started out really interesting. They're like we have five years, and then people started spinning their wheels because they mm-hmm. were like, now we're going to try it with magic, which is great. Yeah. Whole season on, whole chapter on this is magic. Yeah. Then the fourth one, they kind of didn't know what to do. And the fifth one, they were like, we got to try to explain h- how Superman gets to this point mm-hmm. because he's still pretty much Superman mm-hmm. but now having emotional outbursts because he's tired of like why can't I just why can't we just fix this yeah why are we letting these people live I don't understand it yeah he's like well we just don't kill and it's like no I don't I don't get it anymore yeah. it doesn't make any sense anymore yeah and he's like and like then the valid concern of like well we don't want you to rule and yeah. he's like well you're not you're not fixing it so yeah. I will like yeah. Another good one that I, I love the concept of. I haven't had a chance to check it out, but I've heard great things. And it's Mark Wade is the writer. So I'm pretty sure it's it's got to be really solid. It's called Irredeemable, mm-hmm. which is the same concept. The, you've got the Plutonian, who is the Superman analog in this situation. Great name. And he uh, similarly just has enough of it. And he's like, cool. And I'm gonna, and, and the idea is like, what do you, what do you actually do um, to stop such a person and one thing um i the, i thought i thought was really cool is there's actually a spin-off series called incorruptible that his greatest one of his greatest enemies is like oh he becomes a good guy because it's like we have to we have to stop it like what else are you gonna do and it's all about him becoming better like becoming a better person it's like that's really cool like mm-hmm. that's a cool that's a cool concept so i've always wanted to it's got a ton it's got 10 volumes 37 issues um there, so the, wait, it's so only 37 seven issues? issues? Yeah, the volumes are a little bit short. Yeah. It looks like they're four-issue <laughs> like, oh. volumes. But I've always wanted to dive into it because uh, Mark, Wade is such a ta- Mark Wade is such a talented writer. I never heard of it, but I've always yeah. seen it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So in most comic book shops. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool, interesting. Also, Ulysses Campbell in our chat pointed out that, you know, Ultraman. That's probably got to be the first evil Superman is, is the evil Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was pretty great. Uh, no. was, uh, and his new 52 reimagining was pretty fun where it's in from the universe he's from. Uh, it, it, the way Jeff Johns tries to justify a universe that is, quote, evil. It's mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. We're just not emotionally oriented like you are. We no. are. It's survival of the fittest to yeah. the fullest extent. So the strong survive and the weak don't. That's just what happens. And here we take care of the weak. We try to cure illnesses and whatever. It's like, yeah. no, if we would, they're like, we bred that out. So if there's a disease, we everyone dies who's supposed to die and we move yeah. on from it. But then they still act like evil assholes because mm-hmm. you have to. But for Cal Ill, that's what they call him. Great. He's from uh, Krypton. You see everyone on Krypton like knocking people out of the way to try mm-hmm. to get to the ships. And like even his parents are like, well, we should be in there. We shouldn't be sitting there. He's like, whatever, just like get out of here. <laughs> and when he gets to Earth, being a polar opposite of Superman, his reimagining is that he has to ingest uh, kryptonite to get his powers and don't go in the sun because the sun is what kills you yeah super fun yeah and he snorts kryptonite like he crushes of course it, he snorts does. It. it's so much fun uh seeing him break into lex Luthor's office to go do that so cool we've got some in the discord which by the way if you guys want to be part of these conversations in the discord you can be a part of that at patreon.com slash only stupid answers uh vanny says not sure if it counts um but she would love to see a red hood story on the big screen um she enjoyed the animated movie with, um, and Jason Todd's character in Titans. Uh, Jason Todd's character in Titans has a hell of a chin. and um, He sure does. It goes on forever. Crimson chin. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, there could be a very cool like animated movie because they love their R-rated DC animated movies. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. But the idea of letting Red Hood kind of go ham and mm-hmm. taking out 
Batman villains. It's no. like you kind of got that in the Red Hood storyline, but he didn't go far. He almost no. got Black Mask and no. then got stopped. And you're like, you could have taken out Black. <laughs> you could have if you could have taken out Black Mask. Cool character, but yeah. you, if you needed to thin the herd a little bit, you could have gotten rid of him. But the idea of a Robin pushed the limit, gone through everything, and Batman still didn't do anything about the Joker after his own son was killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be mad. Yes. Your, your dad is the world's greatest detective, and you couldn't figure out a way to stop the Joker from ever doing this again, yeah. ever hurting someone again. He After that, he paralyzed Barbara. And yeah. sexually assaulted her. And you did not do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess because everything has you to put exist. Him on and, <laughs> yeah, put him on our, yeah, great. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, we got to help him. we got to be better than them. It's like, I think after you doing this for 60 plus years, mm-hmm. we've proven that doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry, in in their world. Yeah. In, the, in just this specific situation. Danny Boy says, uh, he says, may, may have said this in the past, but Sabretooth should get his own movie or show or something. Great villain backstory. Lee Schreiber killed it. Um, when he played, I'm not sure who could do it now. I think he's still a hero right now in comics. Interesting. You know who would make a great Sabretooth, I think? Wait, hold on again. He wouldn't because he's doing other superhero stuff. Robert Downey Jr. Why would you no, say No, Jason Momoa. Yeah, he'd be really good. I think he'd be really good. And, I, and I think Wolverine, you, I too. Think you, yeah, I think you could do... I'm a big fan of people... I think it was um, Hugh Jackman threw out the idea of Tom Hardy as Wolverine. It's like, yeah, that worked because he's... He's tinier than Hugh Jackman was because that's something we never really got. Not that it matters, but like, it's I could really see that. But um, but yes, I think you could do some. Sabretooth always kind of got the short end of the stick. He's one of the many characters in because the, there's so many characters in the X Men universe. It's hard to give them do them all justice. But I think if you especially if you played up his the psychological angle, like you make him kind of like a serial killer that's obsessed with Wolverine. Uh, and and I thought it would be interesting if you did a Wolverine movie and Sabretooth is a guy you can't beat. You know what I mean? Like you open it. Maybe Sabretooth isn't even the villain, but you open with Sabretooth just handing Wolverine his ass. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, what do you do with the guy that Wolverine can't take out? You they, know what I mean? They gave him a good amount of movie in X-Men Origins. Like I know oh, that yeah, movie's not just, good. But I just l- blacked that movie out of my brain though. <laughs> Lee Schreiber does give a great performance yeah. in the movie. Around everything else that happens what in that. What a trash movie. The giant CG claws. Yeah, they spark when they touch stuff. Not yeah. really clear. Couldn't tell you what's happening there. Sabretooth would be a fun one. Uh, uh, X-Men, if it wasn't being resorbed into the the MCU and Disney and whatnot. The idea of them kind of doing darker storylines, which I feel like they were flirting with with like the Doctor Doom movie. That would no. be a character that you could really dive into. But on the idea of... Because we talked about like... A dark Batman story you doing like Creature of the Night. Yeah. I feel like Wonder Woman's. By the uh, way, KCR says I'm still waiting for that Doctor Doom to make uh, to the big screen again. So they're excited for the. There was supposed to be a Doctor Doom. Yeah. It's not happening. No, it probably won't yeah. happen. Noah Hawley, Jar Jar Rest. Yeah. Um, but the idea of like taking Wonder Woman, for example, because yeah. New Fifty Two, she's pretty dark. She mm-hmm. is a hero, but she's like no. Like one of the best lines that she's had from Jeff Johns is, "You notice that I don't have a rogues gallery mm-hmm. like Batman. You like." Bruce has them, Barry has them, right. and talking to Clark, like, you have them. Mm-hmm. I don't. Because yeah. I get rid of my problems. Mm-hmm. And the world's better for it. Like, yeah. in her eyes, super easy to show, like, a Greek god coming down, seeming like a savior. And yeah. it's like, wow, she's just a taking Thor out. A figure, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're taking out so many people that mm-hmm. there's I, there's nothing to stop you. Yeah. You know, it'd be interesting, an interesting take on that as somebody that does that and everybody thinks it's great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they are taking all the bad people. And you have the other people like, yeah. But what if they start deciding, going back to the Danny thing, what if they decide start deciding just whoever they take out deserves it as opposed to, like, making sure they deserve it? You know what I mean? Like, and everybody's like, oh, that's great. Crime rates are down. You know what I mean? Like, That's how you get police date. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, also, my cousin vanished, and he definitely wasn't doing anything. He was just uh, late on his taxes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that could also be really cool, but also... The idea of maybe an Aquaman, mainly because Namor. Take, That's a, if you were going to do ever tackle Namor at this point, I think what you're about to suggest is how they would have to do it just to differentiate oh, it from Aquaman. Oh no, I was going to say Creature of the Black Lagoon. Oh, I got it, got it, got it, got it. If you're going to do like Atlantis, it's real, and then like you'd uncover it, and mm-hmm. it's like no, it's like it's like the trench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're fish people. Yeah, they're what not it, people. Yeah, they're, what, were you, what did you, you think they were going to look like? They are living three thousand meters down. Yeah. they are monsters. Mm-hmm. They had to be to survive, and yeah. like whatever that means, but. It's no good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea of, like, investigating it, also getting locked in, like, a facility. 
And like having the like aquatic aesthetic, it's like deep blue sea basically. Yeah. Um, LL Cool J can come back. He's not. He's not that busy. He's doing NCIS LA. There you go. He's got the time. <laughs> he's got the time is what I'm trying to say. Uh, something like that would be really cool. Also, Spider Man do a creature feature where it's mm-hmm. Spider's Man and it's a guy who <laughs> is like, yeah, this this dude's fucking freaky. Like yeah, you yeah. never see his face. He's always in the costume. He always kind of like it's like the fly punching him is weird. <laughs> and like, why does it feel weird? It's like, oh yeah, because he's a bunch of spiders put together yeah. and he definitely eats some of the villains that's like that's like a horror short yeah super on board with it though uh before we keep going on with uh superheroes as villains um let's let's take a second say hi to a friend of ours dj you have a superpower i do yeah well i don't have it you're able to make a handsome website well now hold on thank Mm. you thank Mm. you thank you but stupidanswers.com i would argue that anybody with the help of wix.com which is where we built our website Mm-hmm. can do can make a website as good or let's be honest probably better <laughs> using the tools that wix has to offer so based on the transitive property mm-hmm. if you use wix.com yeah. you will have the superpower yes of making a website guaranteed of making a website a beautiful website yes that's pretty I will, cool. I will say Wix.com makes it very challenging to make a bad website. That's how go. easy it is Ooh, to use. Ooh, what a pitch. Because yeah. at first you're like, whoa. Uh, uh, oh. oh. You subverted my expectations. Like uh, a lot of the superhero movies we talk about. But yeah. today we want to say uh, howdy do to our friends over at Wix, gang. We already promised superpowers. Wait, I can't do that. Never mind. But they, no, they do. They do have many tools that can help you make a beautiful website. Handsome mm-hmm. even. Oh, so handsome. Uh, over 140 million people use Wix for their website and you can start and publish for free but you can also choose from 500 stunning templates or start from scratch DJ I believe you started from scratch but also I dabbled with a template Ooh. I started playing around with it yeah. I will see where we go with this website mm-hmm. it's a little pet project on the side I get it I get it well, I will see how it goes but so far it's looking handsome nice more the concept that I don't know how to what to do with mm-hmm. I'll tell you about okay, later okay. I've also learned that you can change customize and add anything you want and you can add your own text images videos more as well as you have hundreds of design features and apps to grow your brand online we're talking video backgrounds which are the, they're great yeah. you got galleries you got forms you got lists you got social buttons those are so easy so everyone can find your work no problem lickety split and of course all sites have built in SEO tools so people can find your website don't make a website and then hide it show it off like your superpowers you me you want to sh- seriously you want to you'll want to show off what you're able to do with this website i'll make you i was nervous going in building websites but fortunately wix made it so easy uh-huh and you can get a custom domain through wix yep. and we've got a deal for you so buckle up gang dj yeah if you want to access all wix has to offer you can go to wix.com slash podcast that's wix.com slash podcast to get 10 percent off it's so if again it makes making websites so easy. If you're trying to advertise your new project or or get yourself out there in front of new eyeballs, if you're applying for jobs and you want to have a nice professional place to send people to see past work or your resume or any of that stuff, highly recommend Wix.com. And again, to be able to use all their tools, all the stuff they have to offer, go to Wix.com slash podcast. And 10% off, correct? Yes. So that, that will get you 10% off of everything. That they have to offer. Yep. And it Again, by the transitive property, mm-hmm. which we all understand very well. Yes. That makes you 10% closer to having superpowers. Yes. Of designing a perfect website. website. Perfect website. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, check it out. Let us know how it goes. Uh, back to the show. Um, I like this post by our pal Thierry Fournier. Uh, still waiting for that Spawn reboot. Witchblade, The Darkness, uh, Lady Death, Evil Ernie, Vampirella, and Lobo are good contenders. I like that there's a lot of like uh, image. And um, what's the... Top cow, a lot of top cow in that. Uh, Tears a big uh, top cow fan. Oh wait, I just had it in my brain. Yeah, uh, there's a spawn. Like, yeah, that's up there. Lobo, that could be a fun one. But I was trying you know, to. It wouldn't be too difficult to do like a Ghost Rider or Spawn. Ghost Rider as, could be like really dark. One. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, I'm trying to think. So I had based one on, in, I had one in my head, and it's based on the thing where we do the. There you go. Uh, so, thinking about where we neither of us were huge fans of Brightburn, right? Yeah. Thinking about where that went wrong when it comes to talking about making a superhero into a villain or the superhero origin and turning them into a villain. What do we? What's the secret to making that work? I feel like it's just taking the idea that like, why if you had powers, why would you be a good person? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, we want them to be. We want yeah. everyone to be good people. Yeah. There's no reason for them to be. Yeah. And that's subjective. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some things where it's like, oh, you burned down that orphanage and yeah. you're laughing during it. <laughs> you may you might be a bad person. Maybe context clues, you might have been laughing about something else. But overall, <laughs> I think you're a bad person. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, yeah, be, I, I think that thing, absolute power, corrupts absolutely. I'm yeah. like, yeah, on a in your book, it sounds good. I think I don't need to keep hearing people. So I, you, you mentioned it earlier, but it is yeah. a plot device. I'm like, I hope never, no one ever says it again in a mm-hmm. movie. Um, uh, but the idea of giving someone power. Fair, Sam. Those orphans were gross. They were gross. Um, but the the idea that someone given an opportunity to succeed, but it just going, they're way over their head on what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Like Green Lantern, like you're giving someone basically the most powerful weapon in the world, and it looks like jewelry. <laughs> That's an easy thing to go all over the top with. It's whatever your brain wants it to be. Yeah, we got, um, who brought it up here in our chat? Uh, also, Starro could be a, re- if you wanted to make a horror movie that was just based on Starro, the idea of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers with telepathy, super cool. Finio says, why hasn't there been a Green Lantern cinematic universe yet that where eventually Hal turns in Parallax slash Blackest Night slash Brightest Day? Um, just keep thinking if, Rainer, man. It, and then talking about other like heroes with their abilities being scary, Caitlin Conway, uh, give me a Red Death Batman movie, please. Um, who has Superman's powers are scary, as we've seen with Reverse Flash in uh, the Flash TV show. Super speed's pretty scary. Although, to be fair, all right, just because you have super speed doesn't mean you have the strength to actually snap a person's neck. <laughs> I mean... I don't think it's as easy as they make it look in movies. I think you, if you had super speed, you could. It's all kind of about momentum. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. So, but... but uh, if you threw someone at a wall hard <laughs> enough, I feel like... Or just ran fast enough and just let go. Yeah. Uh, what what set of powers is probably the scariest? No, you flashes. You probably... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. Like, And also, but making a horror movie about that is not as scary. But if you made it like a body horror type movie where it's like, you can't keep up. There's no reason for anyone to be able to catch him. Kind of like in Brightburn, where it's yeah. like, yeah, you have a piece of his ship that could kill yeah. him, but like, that's not enough. That's yeah. really not enough. Like, the, if it were like a Flash type scenario, there's no reason for you to be able to catch someone like that. Yeah. And you, if you leaned into that like, with anything with the Reverse Flash or like Zoom when he killed a whole mess of cops in one go, then they aired that footage in a museum that people would watch. <laughs> and it's like that's messed up. Yeah. By the way, man, that's another. We, like, if you're, you're positioning as a horror movie, you know, and that unstoppable force, we have horror movie characters like that. We have Mike Myers and Jason and Freddy. Um, Freddy being the exception, those guys really don't have personalities. So you have to care about the other people around that figure. You know what I mean? And I think that's not something Brightburn really nails. Like, I don't really, I'm not really invested at all in the people. There really isn't a point of view character because you don't want to relate to Brian. Kind of Brandon. the parents. Kind of. Kind of Brandon. 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 Yeah. Brandon. Um, so I think that's important. you got to have your, your point of view characters. And then if, do you want to, uh, as we wrap up, do you want to kind of get into more spoilers with Brightburn? Yeah. Did you mention what you thought would be a good like foil for someone like this, like a corrupting feature of like a like a ability? Like when it comes to superhero movies going evil, like what would you expect from it? What would I? What do you? I think I think you'd need a good point of view character, and I think there is a way to do it to have it be your your what would essentially be your, you have a, a villain protagonist, um, so you're relating to the villain, but um, yeah, but you you need to be able to, uh, emotionally attached to somebody, and I, you need the victims to not just be cannon fodder, um, and I think I think there's a lot of merit in telling a story of why people do the things they do and what makes them go bad. So I don't want like, oh, the ship spoke, told him to take the world and now he's bad. You know what I mean? Like I, I'd want to know he starts off this way and step A, B, C, and D and now he's this. And oh, yeah, those, so are, the, those it, are the trajectory. When it comes to the omen, is that not interesting to you? Um, but again, you're not the 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 kid is basically a Michael Myers or a Jason, and you're following other people that are trying to do that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? If you're trying to make your you're trying to make your your Antichrist character um, your protagonist, I think you'd need to have them have to deal with their 
I think there's merit there in doing like a like a kind of a messed up version of the chosen one. You know what I mean? It's like you're chosen for the thing. It's just a it's a bad thing. You're you special. It's just a bad special. You should watch Good Omens then. Come there you to go. Amazon because hey. that is that is the basis of that show. Yeah. So I think um, all of that, and I think also it's a there's a lot of room with all the superhero stuff to subvert what they. There's enough tropes at this point. So like subverting the like just power discovery. And having it be, could you imagine this movie? Like each time he discovers a new power, and if you did the movie right, the dread in the audience, you'd feel like, oh no, now we can do this. Like what? You what know what I mean? You, what if we found out he couldn't hurt himself for a long time, mm-hmm. and him getting shot in the back of the head? You're like, that. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't know. Like he's super strong, whatever. And then the, the reveal when he discovers he can fly, you're like, oh no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I like the 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 one I, I didn't think about that I thought was kind of cool was the Thor Wonder Woman talk about some like an ancient god like hey I'm back now and I want to clean things up for you especially since a lot of like the old uh, antiquated pagan or whatever gods they're pretty ruthless mm-hmm. uh, they're not they don't mess around um, also by the way just speaking about Brightburn as a film it thinks the audience is stupid as hell mm-hmm. it really explains everything for like at a point where like. The mom's trying to run away. She looks at the barn, look back to the mom, look at the barn, look mm-hmm. back at the mom, and she's like, oh, the ship. And then she starts running. And it's yeah. like, we know. And also, she's, we know that she's running. There. She's maybe maybe halfway to the barn. Mm-hmm. And we see Brandon fly up behind her and look at her. You're done. Yeah. The kid just doesn't yeah. kill her just because. Yeah. Um, yeah, the movie's real dumb. The movie really makes you makes you feel dumb. But it yeah, commits talk- to, it commits to, spoilers, full spoilers for this movie that you probably shouldn't go see. Um... They, if you're she, slightly interested, go see it. We can talk about it more. That yeah. would at least be nice to talk about with people. Yeah, he Brandon kills the mom because of course, like she grabs the piece of the ship because earlier it hurt him, and she remembers that. Also, like really blatant, like when they're playing that whistle game at the beginning of the movie, you know that's coming back. Yeah, uh, I was surprised that it wasn't used in the way of he does the whistle thing to scare, her, like she does it to try and lure him out. Whatever. She's she grabs the ship to piece of the ship, which by the way, if it's strong enough to cut him. How is she able to whatever broken piece because it sure. impacted the earth? Oh yeah, it's a lot sure. of sure, yeah. And then and then when she goes to stab him, she's like, I "Always love you." Raise the arm entirely above Til my he head. Can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, what are you? What are you even doing? You got to prison shank that guy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just in the back of the head where yeah. your hand already it is. Was yeah. Um, boom, 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 boom. And then he, she he takes him up. She she he drops him. And then over the end credits, there's a uh, uh, fun cameo. Um, from Yondu, mm-hmm. uh, Michael, Michael Rooker playing this conspiracy theorist talk show guy that's talking about other, like an evil aquatic person, and then evil goes, Wonder Woman. Yeah, but she like ch- strangles people. I didn't. They oh, because the ropes, lasso. Yeah, ropes. lasso. That's why I think that's the thing. closest they could get to like if you saw sightings, people wouldn't be like, it's a Greek god that came back and be like yeah. girl with ropes. ropes. Yeah, super strong. And then there's someone who looks like the Flash. He's like this big red like shield number on him with like mm-hmm. a yellow like basically like lightning circles on him okay. like, cool looks like the sun uh somebody on reddit and a couple people were like yeah that's him said that rain wilson's character from super was featured on there which actually is a pretty good bit mm-hmm. that's a pretty good nod of like that's this world's batman get me out of this world yeah. man if we're dealing with this Brightburn motherfucker and this this is our batman i'm done man i'm gonna go find a bomb shelter and just wait this out it's awful there's yeah there's that this kid's the worst yeah there's nothing you can do um no one's gonna figure out that ship um, i don't know what do you do with more movies so they tease sequels they tease like an evil justice League. maybe they don't maybe it's just a fun maybe it's just a fun thing they added later yeah that's fine but if you do do sequels they don't have the money you do this was but seven, even then what's the story Are people trying to stop them and then not unless you just do an anthology where it's like yeah they, okay. yes but also it's most horror movies um yeah but like stop... but like tanks and stuff now it's not oh no no no! don't do brightburn do the characters uh, you tease with like aquaman do like a sure do a story by the sea with like creatures and whatnot yeah which by the way that guy who's doing the witch who mm-hmm. did the witch and is doing his next movie, lighthouse yeah super excited about that yep. uh, or a wonder woman like with greek gods or something like that yeah there's versions of it i don't i like the idea i like the ideas on paper <laughs> i don't need them or want them i i could see them but I hope they're not this. Yeah. There you go. There's yeah, a way yeah, to say yeah, yeah. it. I, I like the idea of them, but I just wish it was cooler. Like, uh, But honestly, out of all the ones we talked about, Batman Creature of the Night as a movie where it's yeah. this like 
a dichotomy of a person who's not aware of what's happening. Yeah. And also him kind of knowing what Batman is and trying to manifest that. Really cool. Yeah. But you can't do that. You can't no. mention Batman and then like Mm-mm. trash the character Mm-mm. like that. Unless, unless you made it like a Creature of the Night movie. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you know, if we keep going down this rabbit hole, it might like a direct to DC Universe movie where it's whatever. Classic. Uh, you know, we're getting a Joker movie, man. Who knows? Who knows at this point? You're what, right. What is, yeah, what is, what is or is not on the table? Clayface would be really cool, too. Doing a villain-centric movie like that, that'd be really I fun. I was also going to throw out the Hulk, but he's basically, that's, that he is the reverse. You took a horror movie concept and made it a hero. That's what makes Hulk interesting. And so reversing it back is just... Oh, it's Immortal it's like, Hulk, it, though. Yeah, You're not reading that book right yeah, now. Yeah, I know, but it's like... It's you know what I mean. It's like when you make an Uncharted movie. It's like well, Uncharted's already Indiana Jones, so you're just taking it back to its roots. You know what I mean? Like you're not doing you know you're not really you're well, just going back to the to the well. You I know don't what I mean? know. I mean, uh, doing super strength is just a base power and a big monster like that could be pretty fun. But hey, you'll let us know in the Discord what you yes, think. Yes, you will. Hulk actually not thinking about that. The, doing the Immortal Hulk series, he's a bad person. Yeah, and it'd be cool if you did the Hulk. Mm-hmm. But if you did like a, just a monster movie that's a rip on the Hulk, well, that's just a monster movie. <laughs> Maybe. We'll have to find out. Maybe we talk Dr. about Jekyll, it. Mr. Hyde. There you go. And before that, it was. So you guys let us know what kind of superheroes you'd want to see kind of take a dark turn on the big screen or in the small screen. Also, let us know what you think of our Swamp Thing review. If you want to see more of that over, it might be awesome. It'd be pretty fun. It was a really cool show. So maybe go get DC Universe. Tell them your old pal Sam and DJ sent you. Talk about it, please, and thank you. Oh, hell. Yes. Also, oh, if you have hell. any other recommendations for comics, we talk about comics at Let's Talk Comics. It's over at Patreon. Five bucks a month gets you those audio podcasts. Fifteen bucks a month gets you in on the conversation and live streams and videos. Super cool. And uh, Super TV, the show that we have on Patreon, is taking a little break, but still are, there are reviews coming out for some of our shows on our YouTube channels, and they'll be early on our uh on our Patreon, yeah, so don't yeah. miss out on, yeah, there. Yeah, uh, yeah, on there. I'm motioning yeah. with my head for the yeah. audio listeners. But hey, make sure you check out OnlyStupidAnswers.com, Patreon.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers. Might you. be awesome on YouTube because uh, we got some fun content coming out soon and content that's already there that needs some loving from you guys. So we appreciate you guys. DJ, any plugs? Thank you. There you go. <laughs> at DJ Talk Trash, at Sam Basher. And until next time, stay frosty, my dudes. You almost you almost changed it because you said be nice in the, one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. 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 I can't say something else now. I realize it's just baked into me. Like how all the evil's baked into Brandon. <laughs> Brandon he just needs the code word to become evil. Evil take the world. Bye. Bye-bye.